Hello, and welcome to the Road from Emmaus podcast. I'm Jason Lowe, joined by Andrew Chow, and we are two totally ordinary Catholic guys hoping to share our journeys. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus, we've each encountered Christ in our lives. Join us as we talk about what comes next. So, it's been a while since Andrew and I recorded our last episode. Some of it was because we were busy and we had other priorities, but some of it was because nothing really stuck out for us to talk about. And then we realized we might be going through a bit of spiritual dryness. Today, Andrew and I share about the last few weeks and how we haven't felt particularly moved by the Holy Spirit. We talk a bit about what consolation and desolation is and how we've navigated the past few weeks. We pray that our experiences might help you if you ever find yourself wondering about spiritual dryness. Andrew, based on what you know about me, how well do you think I would handle teaching kids? (laughs) You already know, clearly. (laughs) I, I... It would either go really well or really poorly. Like, there's no middle ground. Like, you'd either be, like, way too fast with things and, like, show no emotion and kids would, like, just shut off really quickly. Yeah. Or, like, you'd be one of those people who would, like, really surprise everyone and, like, love kids and, like, just show a different side of yourself. And, Ugh. And we could... I wish... It's, it's like, the worst of both... Well, I don't know. So, I, I do love kids. Um, but I, you just I, don't have emotions. I just, yeah, I just don't have the emotions to be able to connect to them or the ability um anyway so update on my life i uh, i started my spiritual director um, at his parish he reached out to me and he said um the confirmation class group needed some extra volunteers so mm-hmm. it was just a couple days ago he reached out to me and he was like hey um all right do you have the bandwidth for this and i was like i guess so so i don't know i i, I have no idea whether or not i can i can do this because i've never really thought of myself as someone who's been able to connect with kids even if they're teenagers especially if they're teenagers to be honest because like, well, the good thing about teenagers is like they, they just want to be treated like, uh, like just adults, right? So you don't really need to worry about it too much. I think we might be having some internet connection problems, but I think we're That's back. Fun. Okay, what were, you, what were you saying? I said uh, the nice thing about teens is that like they they like to be treated as adults, anyways, right? So. Um, yeah it kind of helps too much it kind of helps i mean it's funny because uh we were playing a teens will also be teens so we were playing a praise and worship video um our first class was last night we were playing a praise and worship video to kind of close out the session and then i don't know if some of them were just like messaging each other on the side and like daring themselves or something but like three or four of them were just unmuting themselves and they were just being like hey what's up everyone and then quickly jumping back onto mute and i was like man 12 year old kids are going to be 12 year old kids but uh, that's an update on my life. How are you? How are things going with you? Uh, I'm all right. Um, I just moved into a new place, uh, so yeah. that was hectic. Um, but uh, it was it was a bit of a whirlwind, but we got we got there. Um, so that's why my background's a little bit different than usual. Um, a little bit more refined. A little bit more refined. I actually have a separate space now um, nice. for for working, which is which is amazing um and like enough room to actually like spread out a little bit uh it's funny i um i never thought that my old unit was small until i I, like was in the new unit and then like from the moment that like we found this unit and we were like oh this is something that like we like 
uh, I went back and it just felt like a prison cell. Right? It's like it's like oh cramped, gosh. and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like why am I here? Like what? When did I ever think this was enough space? Um, but uh, but yeah, so that was good. Um, but, you and I had some thoughts on that last time on worldly attachment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, I'm not attached to the new place yet. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, it's been crazy though. It's been a lot of, uh, a lot of busyness. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. All right. Let's get to, uh, what we want to talk about today. So, um, you might, if you are an avid follower of this podcast, I couldn't even get it out because there's no such thing. Um, if you are an avid follower of this podcast, (laughs) follow like all, all four episodes, (laughs) (laughs) replay multiple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. You'll have noticed that Andrew and I, it's, it's basically been like three, three and a half weeks since we last came out with an episode um, and between the, between the worldly attachment one and, and posting this one. Um, and some of it is what, you know, related to both of us being busy. Andrew mentioned that um, he just got his new place and they were moving into that. And I've been kind of busy with work, but I think it's also kind of representative of uh, our faith lives, actually, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and I, I know, you know, when our our usual mode of prepping for episode or for podcast um, recording is like, hey, what do you want to talk about next week or whatever? And it's like, I don't know. And then just throw out some <laughs> throw out some topic that that has hit us in the last couple of weeks that God has hit us with in the last couple of weeks. And then it's like, OK, yeah, that works. And then, you know, like 10 minutes of brainstorming and that's it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. This week, though, I mean, I guess between being busy, but also just. Would it be fair to say you think that it was hard for us to come up with something to talk about? I think so. Like, I don't think there was anything that came up where I was like, oh, man, like, let's I got to message Jay and, and say, like, yeah. hey, like, let's get this pod going. Right. Um, it, it did feel particularly dry over. I'd even say the last month for me, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's actually I don't know if we have like twin spiritual lives or something. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I myself have also been feeling, quote unquote, a little dry. Uh, the last three yeah. or four weeks. Um, and I think that's it's it's interesting for us to kind of share about on this podcast. Um, you know, mm-hmm. going back to the intro episode or our first episode, we we talked about how this road from Emmaus, pod, from Emmaus podcast is really just us sharing about our faith journeys, right? Yeah. And, you know, we've we've had a few moments, a few episodes where, you know, we we share knowledge and, and things like that. And but most of it, most of it has just been God hitting us with things that have been coming up in between. And it's mm-hmm. sort of like this time, nothing has hit us kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's, it, it's almost like that's kind of representative of the spiritual dryness that we've been feeling. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's, it's a, one of the big pieces that comes up when we talk about spiritual lives, right? Um, I think a common terminology that comes up is, is what they call desolation and consolation, right? Mm-hmm. Where a consolation is, is the state of, of being close to God and desolation is a state of, um, like moving further away from God, right? Uh, and and then in in those in that area, you know, there's the feelings of it, and and the actual uh, case of what is happening. So what, what's interesting here is that both of us, I think, are feeling desolate. But you know, uh, there's a little bit of unpacking to see, like, are we actually in a state of like full on desolation though, or is it just like, you know, we just aren't feeling the same things that we're used to feeling? And there's kind of a middle ground, right? Um, there, there's. There's feeling close to God, which is consolation. There's feeling far away from God, but also just, uh, which is desolation, but also just, you know, being in the middle and nothing happening doesn't necessarily indicate one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not always, always going to be a big swing uh, up or down kind of thing. Now, before we go into that, um, 
so we talked about Constellation and Desolation at GT19 last year. Um, yeah. If you aren't familiar with that retreat, we talked about the GT retreat uh, two episodes ago, September 12th, um, which happened over Labor Day weekend and happens every year over Labor Day weekend. So GT19 mm-hmm. last year, um, in a nutshell, it was about Ignatian spirituality. It was about Constellation and Desolation. Um, how would you How would you say this stuff is relevant to us? Yeah, very much so. So Ignatian spirituality, Ignatian spirituality, basically, what is these are the teachings of Saint Saint Ignatius of Loyola, um, who's known as one of the great spiritual directors, and essentially what it's talking about is how to navigate the spiritual life, right? Um, and and understanding that, um, you know, the, there are tendencies or there are patterns in terms yeah. of the ways that that things happen, um, and then knowing that, uh, given that that's the that's the case. Um, we really want to make sure we're aware of that and we know kind of what to do about it, right? Um, so in this particular case, so there's some sets of rules that, that he talks about, right? St. Ignatius does. Uh, he calls them the, the rules of discernment or, or discernment of spirits, depending on where you look. Um, you'll see different kind of uh, namings for it. Um, but kind of uh, the first set is like 14 rules and, and it kind of goes out first off to describe, you know, um, what you tend to feel when in states of consolation and desolation, and then kind of what to do about it. So it's definitely very relevant. So consolation and desolation, let's circle back to those terms. Um, how would you differentiate between, you know, we've all been through like emotional swings, right? Like um, mm-hmm. being happy, being sad. Is that similar or the same to when we talk about consolation and desolation? Yeah, so, so not quite. Um, mm-hmm. And there's actually a, a really good homily given by Father Justin Huang um, so, sometime in the summer. Uh, I want to say it was in um, June or July. So he, he has a, this, this blog um, called The Just Measure. Uh, and he's from St. Anthony of Padua Par- Parish in Vancouver. So if you need to look him up, then there are a few ways to find him. Um, but he kind of talks about how we are in this culture, this generation, this, it's almost like this generation of feelings. Everything's about how I feel regardless of where I actually am, right? Um, and so when you talk about this, then, then it's like, okay, we feel the ups and the downs. And, and is that what we're talking about here? You know, they can be hints to help us figure out where we are at, but that's not quite it. And that's where um, consolation, that's why I said it, it's the state of being closer to God versus the state of being further away from God. And there are feelings that can cu- come into play here, right? And and in particular, St. Ignatius talks about the good spirit and the bad spirit, right? Where the good spirit has a certain kind of set of tendencies when you're both in a state of consolation and a desolation. And then conversely, um, the bad spirit or the evil spirit would, would have those tendencies as well. So just to really hammer that home that point, consolation and desolation um, is much more about your kind of your direction relative to God, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep we always say that it's um, you know how close are you to God in a particular moment or in a particular state, um, and how far are we are you away from God, right? Obviously, yeah. if you are in a more sinful state, then I guess that might indicate that you're probably farther away from God and kind of in mm-hmm. a moment of desolation. But also conversely, if you you know just came out of a retreat and you're feeling really high, you went to adoration and um, these spiritual highs are have really inspired you and the Holy Spirit has touched you, that's probably an indicator that um, you are close to God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we like we've just laid the the groundwork here. Over the last three weeks, um, maybe maybe it's related to consolation, maybe it's related to desolation, but we talk about spiritual dryness. How? What has that experience been like for you? 
Uh, it's been pretty interesting. Um, so we kind of talked about in the beginning of uh, when we first started the pod, um, the different habits that we, we've been setting up for ourselves. So for myself, I had a, this baseline of prayer that I'd had. Um, and kind of what had happened was um, there was a set of basically like life hit me pretty hard. And, and you know, I got, I got really busy. Um, and, you know, there, there's... Um, an acronym that I was given uh, in 2015's uh, the, the the GT retreat of 2015, um, where basically it says, "Well, busy is an acronym for burdened under Satan's yoke," and and it, and it really um, rang true in this case, where because all these things were happening, I started falling off of my routine, and then you know not having the same connection to grace, almost in a sense. Uh, or the same feelings in my life or the same, you know, obvious gifts that were coming in, um, it made it tougher for me to rebound back into my habits. And then that kind of opened the door for sinful habits to come back in. Um, so, so that's kind of what it was for me. What was that acronym? Uh, burdened what? Burdened under Satan's yoke. Oh, I see. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if, um, I don't know if this is going to end up being the same story for the both of us, but um, similarly, I didn't have a new condo to move into, but I did get uh, quite busy at work. And I, I guess between July, August, even early September, I had gotten used to being able to regularly log off at like 5.30 p.m., uh, go mm-hmm. for a walk, pray my rosary, come back, do a short workout kind of thing. It was it was really, really easy to just do that. Mm-hmm. I think the last two weeks or so... Um, again uh actually kind of the exact same thing it's it's sort of like those routines fell away just because i wasn't logging off at 5 30 i was logging off at like 7 30 8 30 9 30 kind of thing and suddenly mm. the night is here you're tired and it's kind of like how do i bring in the routines that i had previously set for 5 30 p.m or the routine i i needed to do specifically before dinner and i couldn't do after dinner kind of thing yeah. or am i making up excuses right um, that's definitely a real thing too so uh, just as you said, um, that also opened up the door for me to fall more into vice, fall more into sin. Um, and I think it's so interesting because it's it's kind of a, it seems like it's a common theme between the two of us, just how important it is to kind of have this routine in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it really it it what the routine is is it's helping us train ourselves. I think. Uh, to align ourselves better towards God, right? I think Bishop Barron talks about this, where uh, the point of prayer, in a lot of sense, is is not to change God's mind about things. It's to help you to orient yourself better to God, so you can actually properly receive His grace, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for us, like you know, when we think about it, obviously, it's not that God stopped being in our lives, like that. That doesn't compute. It must be that we stopped being able to recognize that in a, in a particular way, and that that led us to feel a certain in a certain way as well, right? Um, and, and I think it's it's interesting when we think about things that way because um, the question then becomes why, right? Like, why why does God allow this? If we had started on these routines, right, um, and, you know, presumably we're doing it for, yeah. you know, these are good things, right? These are inherently, like, praying is inherently a good thing. Then, you know, why would God allow for us to kind of have this busyness come in, right, out, out of left field, and then for us to get like thrown off kilter and maybe, maybe like, you know, there was a patch in there where we were busy, but we still tried to keep pushing through with the prayer and we just weren't feeling the same things. Right. Um, you know, how come that happened? You know, I think it's, a, it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of the time, um, 
directly to your point, we can get so kind of attached to consolation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we like I will take the same example that we've been taking and coming out of a retreat, um, you you have your spiritual highs and all of that is good because it it helps to inspire you to to go out and, and evangelize, to live your faith, to bear witness to to Jesus. Uh, but eventually, that spiritual high is going to is going to kind of flatten out, and mm-hmm. I think that's important to your point, even. And maybe you want to expand upon it, but um, sometimes God, sometimes God just allows for. Well, there's a reason why we it, it kind of flattens out, right? And God allows for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, it's really interesting because when we when we think about. Uh, or when we take a look at how some of the saints talk about the, these situations, right? Or at least St. John of the Cross, who, who I've read some of his work, um, he kind of talks about how when we're going through, um, like kind of the beginning stages of the, of the spiritual life, that God will woo us, right? He'll, he'll, you know, woo us in with like milk and honey, right? Or, or like kind of try and, you know, bring us in with things that we really enjoy. Um, but, you know, that's just the wooing part. That's that's not the point, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in in his book, The Dark Knight, um, he talks about. Uh, he starts off the book talking about a, a series of different tendencies of beginners, right? So, like, so, um, you know, the the proud, the 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 beginner struggles with pride and avarice or whatever, right? And in particular, this one comes up when he talks about the beginner who struggles with spiritual gluttony, right? It's what he describes it as. And it's, and, and it's exactly what you're talking about, right? It's where um, you become more attached to the feelings while you're in consolation mm-hmm. than the underlying consolation itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so attached to this feeling of the spiritual, this joy, this peace or whatever, that I forget about the underlying peace, that which is God. Um, and... It's, it's, it's interesting. I'm going to read a quote, actually, from it here. Um, so it, it says that... Uh, so they go about this in such a way that if they do not procure any sensible feeling and satisfaction, they think that they have accomplished nothing. Hmm. As a result, they judge very poorly of God and fail to understand that the sensory benefits are the least among those that this most blessed sacrament bestows. In particular, this is speaking to speaking about communion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the least among those that these that this most blessed sacrament bestows, for the invisible grace it gives is a greater blessing. And then this next piece kind of speaks directly to us. God often withdraws sensory delight and pleasure, so that souls might set the eyes of faith on this invisible grace. Right. So if we're getting attached to the wrong thing out of this, you know, inherently good thing, which is um, prayer, then sometimes God will take it away so that we don't keep going down the wrong path. What a great quote. Um, but that's that's exactly why we kind of wanted to off the top differentiate between, you know, emotional feelings and ups and downs versus yeah. consolation and desolation. Because uh, like you said, Andrew, emotional feelings can hint towards consolation and desolation, but do not necessarily mean one or the other. Um, exactly. um, and, you know, otherwise, other, otherwise, our spiritual life would just be a bunch of emotions, right? And uh, that would be a huge roller coaster. <laughs> um, but really, it's it's very much about um, you working yourself closer to uh, God, and in the moments when you might be falling away, uh, you're you might be further away from God. But mm-hmm. um, that's that's ultimately you're you trying to pull yourself back towards God. Um, it's not yeah. because it's not because you want to have this sweet 
um, sweet feeling of, of, of emotional high kind of thing. That's, yeah. that's not what yeah, it's yeah. about. Yeah. So, so what have, uh, what have, what have we been doing about this? So what have you been doing about this? So how, how have you been trying to get back on the train? Yeah. So it's mainly just been, I, I have a few like accountability buddies, right? So, um, yeah. just keeping them up to date in terms of things like my prayer life. So even with my spiritual direction, direction, um, I had a session with my spiritual director just this past weekend, um, just letting him know, for example, that like I had intended to um, do better with my prayer routine, right? So over the summer, I, I got into the habit of um, saying the rosary every single day, um, mm. and I, I still managed to keep that up. But I think two two weeks ago, I had committed to uh, praying the examine every single night. Uh, which I've been only doing two or three nights a week kind of thing. Mm -hmm. right? So on, on one hand, at least I'm building towards it, but I'm definitely not building towards it with the same amount of zeal that I had uh, during the summer, which I think is so good. Uh, it's, it's so on the point for what we're trying to do, because again, maybe on the summer, it was, e sorry, during the summer, it was easy for me to do because a lot of it was driven by that emotion of like, yeah. you know, I'm starting something new and GT is going and this is so fitting and everything. And now that yeah. GT is over, it's kind of like, well, I've lost that layer or that insulation of, of motivation. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so it's it's important to to realize that regardless of that emotional drive uh it's important to keep it going yeah no that's awesome um for, for me um <clears throat> I, i've had a, a renewed appreciation i think for the sacrament of reconciliation um over the last couple of years sure um and in, in particular over the last year now i guess it's been a it's or really since the summer the most um, it's been like a very regular thing for me, right? Like almost weekly, bi-weekly, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's, um, that's been, that's been huge, right? Where I think the, the revelation for me was, um, how <laughs> it almost sounds stupid to say like how special reconciliation is, like how much we receive in that sacrament. Um, I guess like, so I, I'm not an expert on Jewish culture, but my understanding of Jewish custom is that, um, you would have kind of once a year um, in Jewish custom where, you know, sins could be forgiven. Mm. Um, and uh, um, and basically like, it was a huge deal, right? Um, because obviously, you know, you want your sins forgiven and God can only do it once a year. So you, you, you really put a lot of emphasis on that. And now with Jesus coming into the world and, and giving us a sacrament, like this is something we have basically on demand um, to kind of reset and get going again. Uh, so that's been big for me. Um, and, and so it, it was a combination of that, um, reestablishing my baseline and kind of realizing that, um, re resetting the, the, the areas of formation that I need to be in, right? I think, um, for me, what was happening to a degree was that I was focusing a little bit too much on one area of formation, right? So like maybe let's say knowledge. Uh, sure. And I was forgetting some of like the other areas, like, you know, you still need to exercise, right? It's not like just yeah. because you, you can't say like, I'm a man of God, but like I'm 500 pounds, right? It, it yeah. doesn't work, right? Um, so that's kind of what I realized, like, you know, I, I need to, you know, it's great that I had that zeal and I really swung in one direction, but I need to kind of rebalance a little bit. So that, that's been what I'm kind of focusing on now. And it's been a little bit easier to start get, get, get back into my routine. 
I want to play something from uh, a previous episode, actually, from the GT20 recap episode. Um, and basically, just to quickly lay the groundwork here, uh, we had just talked about GT20, and uh, we're sharing about our immediate feelings coming out of the retreat. So I'm going to play that, and then we can talk about it in a bit. It's about 60 seconds long. Okay. Let me know if you can't hear it. Um, okay, here we go. Do, 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 do. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the spiritual high, yeah. right? It's it's reaffirming, it's inspiring. Yeah. Truly, it's it's the Holy Spirit at work, really. Yeah. But I think people coming out of retreats often truly need to realize what you were saying and what I was literally just writing as you were saying it was you have to keep it going. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole theme of our intentional discipleship. Uh, sorry, the whole point of our intentional discipleship theme. Yeah. Where, you know, a lot of what we were saying was you need to find ways where so often, so much of our spiritual life is focused on those hills and valleys, um, on those ups and downs and the highs and lows. Yeah. We talk about like, and I, I know I said this during the retreat as well, but we talk about using imagery like um, the desert and going through the desert and, you know, having to wait. So I'm going to stop it there um, <laughs> before you, you roast me about talking about the desert all the time. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I just thought it was pretty fitting just thinking back to, you know, even a month ago, um, you know, you you had talked about not really experiencing the same kind of spiritual high coming out of GT. Mm-hmm. And for me, I had talked about, yeah, I, I definitely came out of GT20 experiencing a bit more of a GT uh, spiritual high than I was expecting. And I thought it was just really interesting for me. Um, it's almost like we predicted it, right? Um, mm. And, you know, for any of our listeners who are experiencing the same thing, uh, whether it's coming out of GT specifically or, you know, you're thinking back to a, a retreat that you've attended in the past and you look at where you were then and where you're where you are now and you realize, hey, I've kind of fallen off the off the train here a bit um, in terms of, uh, you know, my zeal or for the for for faith um, or just keeping up my routines and things like that. Um, so I thought it was just really good um, and a little prophetic almost to see where we are three four weeks from from that point um where we are now kind of thing yeah well, well this is kind of it right i think father timothy gallagher talk, calls it the stuff of life um you know you you kind of gotta gotta stick through it um but you know that the nice thing is that you know the the channels are all there right for us to re re-establish our relationship you know, it's not just, I talk about reconciliation, but it's more than just that, right? Um, you know, the daily readings are amazing for this, right? What I found is that a lot of, um, you know, people that I've kind of encouraged to go to daily mass, um, when that has happened and, and when they kind of caved and been like, okay, I'll, I'll go just get you off my back. Um, mm-hmm. We come out of mass and they're like, wow, it's like they chose the reading just for where I'm at right now, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And like, uh, that just happened so many times where I'm like, look, you know, uh, there's no mistake here, right? Like God, God puts these in our, in our, in our path for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, that's kind of it from my side in terms of sharing about spiritual dryness. I think I, I would say that hopefully I'm kind of coming out of it. It's, it's interesting because, you know, what I, the confirmation class thing was kind of related to this because I, I, you know, through my spiritual director, I think God was giving me an opportunity to kind of be like, hey, here's something totally new to make you uncomfortable, but also to still continue to help cultivate your faith life. And, you know, thinking about it that way, realizing that it was providential, um, that was a huge blessing. And 
you and me both, trust me, I, I have no confidence when it comes to taking care of kids or teaching kids, but, um, <laughs> but I'm hoping that that's gonna, that's gonna help at least. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think, um, I don't know if I've, I'm coming out of this feeling yet, but I, I, yeah. what I, what I do know is that like, I'm definitely getting back into routine. Yeah. Um, which like to me is more important. Um, you know, I guess like one last, one last thing to say is, um, one, the nice thing with, you know, this, this delineation between, um, between the feelings of consolation and consolation itself and then the state of consolation, right? Uh, I think I spoke about this or I did speak about this in one of our pods. I can't remember the episodes like you do, but, um, the, <laughs> basically it's, you know, if you're in a state of grace and you receive communion, like that, that is a moment of consolation. Like you know yeah. it. There's, there's no, there's no difference. Like there's, there's no other possibility. Right. So if you have gone to confession for any of your mortal sins, you haven't, you don't have any unconfessed mortal sins and you receive communion, like you're close to God. It doesn't matter how you feel. Yeah. You know? Um, And so sometimes like if you feel like, you know, the quote that I had read from St. John of the Cross might be you, then that might be something too. Like that's what I'm going to be doing. Right. It's like, okay, like, you know, I'm not really getting out of this feeling, this funk. Fine. But I'm still going to put myself in a situation where I can learn to receive god in a new way maybe right um because maybe that's the point so so i think that's the the other half of like look don't get so caught up in the feelings part of it not to get too much into this nitty-gritty especially towards the end here but that is one of the rules of of the discernment of spirits uh um if you are interested you know look this up um uh, andrew already referenced father timothy gallagher who is like the discernment of spirits guru and he has a whole series of podcasts on this really really practical and relevant set of tools that you can use to help navigate um consolation and desolation and in both states ultimately make sure that you are continually pushing yourself towards god um I have this open as well, just in case, but rule six is basically saying, I think it's rule six, basically saying that if you're in a state of desolation or even dryness in general, neutrality, um, keep pushing yourself towards God, turn towards God all the more, cling to, cling on, um, cling upon the cross of Jesus all the more, because, um, even if you don't quote unquote feel like God is there emotionally, feel like Jesus is present. Uh, absolutely, they are right, and and um, you know it's kind of a cliche and it's a little bit of a platitude, but uh, God is knocking on that door, and um, you know if you open it, then then that's that's the easiest way to access um, to be able to get to Him, right? To be able to communicate with Him, to invite Him into your life, ultimately. Totally. Yeah. All right. Um, so. This was our, our episode on, on spiritual dryness. And, you know, I think it's something hopefully that um, our listeners will be able to relate to. It has to be something that everyone goes through at some point. Um, and I guess our, our main theme is really just keep pushing through, right? Keep pushing through just yeah. as like just as Andrew and I are just in the middle of it. Um, and hopefully uh, the next time we record, we'll, we'll be able to give a bit of an update or um, at least share about how things are going. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we'll hear from everyone next time. Bye now.